Welcome. This is Ken Homza with Your Cash is Flowing. In our last segment, we talked about key external and internal factors and decided to focus on a handful of each. Now I'd like to challenge you to distill your business model to its most basic elements and be true to your passion. Most business owners who truly understand the economics of their business have a mental framework for thinking about their business that works for them and are passionate about their business. While the typical set of financial statements has numerous rows of data, being able to articulate your business simply and concisely is a valuable framework for anyone running a company, division, profit center, or even a department within a large organization. In the early days of my fractional CFO practice, I had a business model distilled to three characters on an index card. My thinking about how I would operate interact with existing clients, develop new business, short and long-term goals were captured in a more detailed document. But being able to keep an incredibly simple plan in my mind allowed me to make real-time decisions backed by that perspective. I would encourage every business owner to have a simple framework as a jumping off point to think about their business on a day-to-day basis. Certainly, Complex decisions may require deeper analysis, financial modeling, and even changes to the business model. But being able to know in an instant if a particular decision fits with your business is incredibly powerful. Not only does it help you to do things that fit within your business, but much more importantly, it helps you to say no to potential opportunities that do not fit. Often, it is these fringe opportunities that end up being a distraction to the core business and take business owners away from areas about which they are passionate. Recently, I was offered a piece of business which I declined during the first meeting. Someone needed some short-term help in the sale of some equity in their business. I certainly have the experience and could have squeezed them into my schedule, but it was not a long-term fractional CFO opportunity. I politely explained that it didn't fit with my model. They were a bit surprised, but that didn't shock me. I could tell even after a brief initial discussion with them that they tended to chase business that deviated from their core. Therefore, they would naturally think that others behaved in a similar manner. Now, there are certainly trade-offs with my approach, and I recognize that to be the case. The piece of business that one doesn't take could turn into a core piece of business over the longer term, or there might be nothing to replace it and one might end up with some idle capacity that could have generated some incremental dollars. That said, these are often slippery slopes, which I find best to avoid. Some years ago, I did due diligence work with a client on the acquisition of a steel fabricator and erector. The company was struggling, and my client saw it as an opportunity to buy low. What we learned during our investigation process was that the founder was actually an artist who worked in iron and steel, but had taken on some construction work to make ends meet. Over the years, the construction work consumed his time, which left him no time for his artistic work, which was his true passion. The result was a failing company and a very unhappy CEO. 
This is an example of a business owner who didn't understand what it took to make money at his core business. Now, he might have failed pursuing his passion. There are no guarantees. But he was failing by not pursuing it. And to make matters worse, he hated every minute of it. Distill your business and be true to your core passion. Until next time. I hope you've enjoyed today's edition of Your Cash is Flowing with me, Ken Holmesa. For more information, visit Holmesa.com.